Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. I'm going to read a scripture here from Matthew 25, verses 35 to about 40. All right. And then, Anson, I am going to ask you to kind of tell us about how we can live our lives according to this scripture from Jesus. All right. So this is Matthew 25, 35. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. This is Jesus talking here. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you, a stranger, and invite you in? or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Anson, how can we read this? Uh, how can we apply this to our lives? What does it mean? Yeah, this this passage has long been taken and rightfully so in a, a certain context, and I'll, I'll expand on that a little bit, but it's been long been taken as a passage towards um, like caring for those outside of the church, mm. like caring for the least of these, the poor, the sick, the hungry, those in prison, those naked, like caring for them outside of the church. But if we look at the context and we look at the overarching context of the passage, it is actually at least this section that Chris just read, which says, like, least of these, my brothers and sisters, it is primarily speaking to those in the church, Mm. like caring for those in the church. And we'll expand on what it means a little bit later. And and for those who are going to be at the pond, Tommy Riley um, is speaking this weekend, and he'll, he'll expand on this a little bit too, but it is primarily speaking to those in the church. And I think what it, what it's, sort of getting at is this idea that if we don't care, like if we can't care for those who are in our, our walls, mm-hmm. I mean, if we can't care for those in the church, the people who, who are fe- fellow believers, if we can't care for them, then how are we going to be able to care for those who, who don't know Jesus, mm. who don't follow Jesus? And it sort of brings me up to like, we have this like constant thing where it, it goes like God, family, then, then church, then like all these things afterwards. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of like, all right, so it sort of brings me back to like, all right, so if we can't care for our family well, like if mm-hmm. I can't love my wife well, right, or God willing, if I have kids, like if I can't love my wife and my kids well, right, then how am I going to be able to love the church well? And you were like, what kind of contribution are you going to be able to bring to the church if you can't do it at home? Exactly. Like how, yeah. how if my innermost, like my most vulnerable state of life, which is with my wife, mm-hmm. meaning like that's where I bear my soul. That's where I bear my heart. Like if yeah. I'm not able to love her and care for her well, how am I going to be able to come, come into the church and care for people well? Or if I'm in, just in the church and if I can't care for people within the church well, how am I going to go and care for others well? Right. Because this passage gets to, 
Like it gets to later down in, in the passage and it, it almost repeats it. And then they will answer saying, truly, truly, I mean, um, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty naked? Then you answer saying, truly say you, as you did not do to well, the least of these, you did it to me. Meaning like he, he sort of expands it out a little bit mm-hmm. to like, all right, there are poor, there are sick. There are those who are experiencing homelessness, who are in, experiencing substance abuse, who don't have clothes, who don't know where their next meal comes from. And we are commanded by scripture to care for them, like commanded to give, to commanded to, to walk with them. Like God has a special heart for the poor and the needy. Um, Psalms 35, 10, all my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and the needy from whom he wrought. Like it, it is a call and a command all throughout scripture um, that Jesus has called us to to go out to those who are in need, to those who don't have as much, to those who, who aren't aren't as well off in a physical sense. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much we can learn from from people in that in that state. But here he's he's sort of starting with a like, all right, there's a call because there's a wide array of people we have within the church. We have people who 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 are very well off, and then we have people who who are struggling for their next meal mm-hmm. um, within Crossway. Within our church here, right, right. we have people across that entire, if you had a, had a spectrum there, we have people yeah. across the entire thing. So it's almost this call as a, as a church. Like if, if we can't care for the people within our building, then how are, we, how are we going to truly care for those outside of our walls? Right. And it sort of brings me, like reminds me of like, all right, if we're just like, all right, I'm going to go care for the people outside of the walls and, and by, by, notion by um by proxy like they'll end up possibly let's say we we do a really good job of caring for them outside of the walls by proxy they would get brought into our Mm -hmm. walls right so like if we're not caring for the people within our walls right away then we're going to bring someone into a space where we're not caring for them right or or if we're not caring for our family and we bring people into our home so we're bringing someone into a space where we're not actually caring for them so it's almost like all right First of all, we need to care for our heart mm-hmm. because out of out of our heart flows the wellspring of like like if we're not caring for our heart and and allowing Jesus to form and transform our heart and the Holy Spirit to work on our heart, then we're not going to be able to care for our family. If we're not caring for our family, we're not going to be able to care for the church. If we're not caring for the church, we're not going to be able to care for the world. So it's almost as like our own spiritual life affects everything. Mm-hmm. If we're not caring for our own spiritual life, it affects our family, it affects our church, and it affects the world. So right. it's, it's almost this call in, in, this, in this passage of saying, yes, there is an absolute need. Like Jesus calls, like, when, when did you care for me? Like by caring for, for mm-hmm. my people, by caring for their needs, their, their spiritual need, which is the greatest need, and outside of that, their, their physical needs, the, the hunger, the thirsty, the, the stranger, the naked, the sick. Like yeah. Jesus didn't come. I mean, he speaks very clearly in Matthew 9. Like he didn't come for those who were righteous or, or whatever. He's like, a doc, you don't need a doctor for those who aren't sick. You, you bring a doctor for those who are sick and that's why Jesus came is because we were in need of him. So it's almost this call to say, Hey, 
not get your house in order, but like get your house in order, like yeah. care for your own soul in the way that it, it follows, follows Jesus. Like Dave Ripper, our lead pastor, like he encourages us to take retreat days, mm. which are like one day a month or a half day a month where we're able to go out and care for our soul because he understands. And I think wisely that if we aren't doing that, then we're not going to be able to care for the people right. at Crossway. Right. Um, and, we try to do it. Not all of us are great at it. I know I personally am not great at it. I know. Um, but when I do it, it is so fresh, re- yep. re- refreshing and fulfilling. And it doesn't need to be something crazy. Mm-hmm. Like last year, like we went skiing, Chris right. and I, like we went up to J peak and skied and it was a great day. And like, I don't know, for me, I felt super rejuvenated and refreshed yes. ready to get back after it, after that, because that is a filling thing for yeah. us. Um, so sort of by proxy, I think this passage is like, absolutely, we need to care for the least of these. That mm-hmm. is a call and a command by Jesus, and we can see it. Like, if you don't see it, like, it's everywhere around yeah. us. It's within our walls at Crossway. And we have a call to do that. And we have a call to do it in places where we are able to do it so that we can go out and do it elsewhere. We're called to do it in our family, in our house, in our church, in the world. But there needs to be a space of like, if I can't care for it here, then I need to make sure I get that in order in order to go, go out and care for, for others outside. Um, so it's a really, really intriguing passage that I think when looked at in context gives us a different space and a different yeah. frame of mind than we might be normal or used to. And I don't think that this is a selfish thing at all either. Like, oh, I'm not going to take care of you because I got to take care of me first. Like, that's not what this is saying. But there is a life structure that when you get these things in order appropriately, you then are primed for your potential in ministry. Oh, yeah. And that is like the key thing that you got to focus on here. So this is not Jesus or Christian's being selfish by any means. Mm. So, Anton, what a great word. I'm really looking forward to hearing um, this message from Pastor Tommy on Sunday. I think it's going to be fantastic. So really looking forward to it. Anton, thank you so much for kind of diving into this and giving us um, like a little preview maybe of what we might hear on Sunday. This is a great scripture, something awesome that we can practice uh, here as a church. Like, let's focus on our families. Let's try really to hone in on that and get that right. And it is not easy, but, um, and there are seasons, honestly, where I personally like feel like my family, like, Hey, we're in a good place. This is really exciting. And then like one or a few things happen and you kind of then take a step back and look and go, Oh, oh, oh all right. We got to kind of recenter. Where have I fallen short? Um, as the, the father and the husband who leads the house, um, how can I, how can I step up and do something better? What do I need to change a little bit here? Mm. Um, And sometimes that means like taking a step back from some of the ministry stuff that I do in order to get the family up and running again, Mm -hmm. and then it's back at it. So 100% great word, Anson. Really appreciate it. And I look forward to Sunday. We'll see you later, man. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.